I'm here. <laughs> no, you can talk. Yeah, I don't care. It's, it's cash. Cash money. C money is in the house. Did, do I call you C money? What do I call you? Norwegian baby and Kriso in the house. Chris is not hooked up to a mic. She's just chilling, and that's totally okay with me. She's going to steal the microphone from her sister. Adam the Snyder, the Cambo Rambo, the missionary going to Cambodia, the fully funded teen mission. Is he in his 20s? I don't know. This guy. Let me tell you about this guy. I think he's in it. I think he's like 19. I could be right. The teenage missionary that's going to... Kaylee is younger than 18. She's 18? No. Oh, Kaylee the child. Oh my gosh. The Cambodian. I'm trying to find a word that rhymes with Cambodian. Cambodian hooligan. Cambodian Rodian. Cambodian missionary who is going there. Gave me a microphone. It's basically what I'm trying to say. It took me a while to get here. But um, I'm here. I'm just going to talk about unscriptural worship songs dun, dun, dun. this is clarissa's favorite not really she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't hate it yeah you know this is how she feels about it no no unscriptural worship songs why are we talking about this we're talking about this because there's so freaking many do you know to this day i do not seek out christian songs not for any reason i just I don't, I don't know any of the songs. If it's not sung on Sunday morning, I never heard of it. Maverick City. I don't know. I'm already. Ch- I only know that because that was sung, sung on Sunday. So many people tell me to listen to him. I was like, sure. I do not sit down and listen to Christian music. That sounds like sacrilegious. But I, I listen. She, Clarissa does. I don't listen to like the you know, whoever these people are, the no shade at all. I, I just listen to like my old music and like Congolese music. That's Christian and like music from like 2007 for no reason. I have no motivation other than the fact that I already know the words. So <laughs> that's the only reason because there's so many songs and I hate listening to bands where you have to like learn the words and you can't sing along in the car. Like I didn't come here to like have like a listening this isn't a listening party going to Publix. I want to know the words. I want to rock out. Probably want to cry a little bit. I want to talk to Jesus, but I want to know what's going on. Because if I hear one more song talking about Holy Ghost, kiss my eyes. Give me a table. I'm going to flip it. It's the temple. Okay. So I'm going to talk about, and that's not even in an unscriptural song. That's just a little, it's a little different. It's different. It's unique. Melissa Helsher, she'd be on that. You know, I've memorized her speaking in tongues and catch the wind. <laughs> Their face. That wasn't really accurate, but it was close. Wow. Opening up, opening up, opening up. You can come in, Jesus. <laughs> every part, every part. This is the spontaneous version. Every. Is that a duck? <laughs> Is that duck alive? Yeah. What is that? It's eating out of the ground. Oh, it's eating. I thought that was just like a headless duck. <laughs> the ducks in my neighborhood, by the This is off topic. <laughs> You're so This is so <laughs> off topic. The oh. ducks in my neighborhood are the sizes of actual farm pigs. Like, they are ginormous. I don't know what's in the freaking water here. My neighborhood is filled with lakes. That's all the information I will give. <laughs> It's all you need to know. And it's, there has to be something in this lake because they're like big breasted beasts that like terrorize this entire neighborhood. I hate all of them. They're ugly. It's the geese. It's the ducks. Oh, my God. So back on topic. Unscriptural worship songs. Listen, a lot of people are releasing a lot of unscriptural worship songs. What do you mean by unscriptural? It's not supported by scripture let's go easy on them 
the number one thing I think is like mild level that we can be like, okay, that's a scriptural that I think won't hurt everybody's feelings watching this is um, the song by almost every song by Chris Tom. I'm kidding. Cause he doesn't write songs. He just listens to everybody else sing it and he makes his own version. Can I get a what, what I'm kidding. I have no ill feelings towards Chris Tomlin or his family. Love you, Chris. Chris. That's a great name. I think I did it better. And, (laughs) uh, but yeah, you know, when are you going to make your own song? I'm getting out. No, because when he did make make his own song, he made this song. He gives and takes away unscriptural where why is that unscriptural because it came from job but it's in the scripture yeah it was job he quoted job saying things that god rebuked the fire out of him for to which job responded forgive me i said things that i know it's not basically i know it's not what i was saying because he was speaking out of his yash let's just say that Crizo translation of the book of job job was speaking out of his yash said a lot of things that god didn't like it sent God to respond and rebuke the fuego out of Job. And Job is like, my bad. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm foolish. Um, but the one thing Job did that was good was he did not curse God like his dumb wife told him to. Maybe she was looking out for him. Maybe she was like, maybe death is better than this because you have broils on your body and you look disgusting, Job, please. Like, I think death is an easier route. But he did not curse God. So that was a good thing Job did. And it's good because, you know, in Job 1, the Bible called him a perfect man. And God returned unto him double fold fold of what he lost to the enemy. It wasn't God that put the sickness on Job. It was Satan. But that's neither here nor there. Anyways, Chris Tomlin had the audacity to go and make a song. Blessed be the name. It's 2007 all over again. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. They play, Caleb played that song for at least a decade. (laughs) Like at least a decade. Oh my, huh? They're still doing it? I hate that station. I hate you all, everybody that works at Caleb. I'm sorry. I wish I was joking, but I have genuine strong feelings against this entire station because I used to work at a job that continuously played Caleb. And it was the same eight songs every hour. You say I. I'm traumatized. Maybe I'm, I need to work through a lot of things on this topic. <laughs> I think this is a little heavier than it needs to be. Clarissa said it's getting biased. <laughs> I'm going to work through that maybe on another podcast. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is he released a song. And on top of that, people, I don't know what's happening. People don't, I, I don't know. Maybe we do. I don't think the body of Christ expected that we'd reach a point that we had to fact check our worship songs. But people were singing it, and I heard a lot of stories. No, speak. I think no, it's good. Stopped. Clarissa said she, we think we stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I think we put. I think we put too much credit into our worship songs as scripture instead of reading our own scripture, and then realizing these songs don't match what scripture says. Yeah. I I think it's the opposite direction. I think we just, and not to discredit, like worship is good. Worship is of the Lord. Like the Lord wants you to worship him, but like you should do it well and you should do it right. And true worship. I had a conversation with uh, Hannah about that. (laughs) The best songs, like the ones where the Lord like actually shows up is the ones when you're glorifying him correctly, you know? So, I mean, it's just i i think we've we've mass produced it and it's become like much more than just a we're worshiping the lord but it's become this thing that we just listen to to listen to like any other music and fun great but like when we are worshiping the lord we should make sure that we're worshiping worshiping him correctly and with the right heart and that's just that's that yeah that's my two cents (laughs) Clarissa, that was powerful. You deserve a mic. Her sister has a mic just like this one, and I'm trying to, like, encourage her to, like, steal it from her, her twin sister. So, Alyssa, if you're listening to this, no hard feelings, but don't look in the closet. <laughs> Your mic is no longer there. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Clarissa, you hit, you hit, what is it saying? You hit that on the nail on the head. Yeah. You hit, hit the nail on the, <laughs> yeah. 
you know <laughs> american idioms are not i'm not good at like i forget it i just this is you hit the nail on the head she sure did come on give it up for my middle school friend so yeah so she hit it on the head and um so because of that a lot and i wish that i was exaggerating but it's like a lot of people a lot of different bands not i don't think there's like a band that just continuously back-to-back releases unscriptural songs but i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if we reached that point i'm not lying but there's been like a lot of people who have released songs that i'm like did you read the bible or like where did you get this from like a pinterest quote like honestly what's going on here even to the point where it's like because to me the way i gauge worship music if it's like a perfect example, Phil Wickham, I think he's incredible. A lot of his songs, though, are like written from like personal stories as if it's specifically written to God. And it is. And sometimes when I listen to his music, I feel like I'm intruding between them, too, because it's very personal. You know, it, he's a great writer, great s- singer, but he, and he you can feel his passion while he sings. Um, but I, the, most of his songs, I wouldn't. They're just not congregational songs because it's not something that everybody can relate to that doesn't make it a sin it doesn't make it a crime that just means these are his personal devotions to the lord and it's beautiful to listen to but there's a lot of songs where it's like that's how i gauge worship music congregational if it's like devotional and if you can relate to it do your thing worship god in spirit and truth please but i'm not gonna sit here and apologize i'm sorry for the if i didn't have anything if that's something that i know that i need to say i'm sorry for please apologize and do that but i don't know if i would encourage that to be a congregational song but what clarissa was saying like when there's songs like you can feel the shift in the room when there's songs like sinak Waymaker, who why is that such a powerful song because it's solely about god it's legitimately worship and again there's nothing i think another good writer uh brooke what's her name brooke from hillsong whatever the heck her last name is she's great there's a lot of her songs where it's just like um beautiful where's where's one that um that's not strictly congregational it's like you give me uh, anyways she wrote a few songs where it's like oh this is it, it features the word you and i what you did for me and then it goes back to god but it's not bad again it's not bad who does that a lot in the bible david there's a lot of songs where he's like, oh, my God, I'm going through it. But he's like, but I would have fainted if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I think that's a great song to sing congregationally, because though it's very personal and I don't think he wrote it for like every single person to like sing Sunday morning on Easter. <laughs> I don't think he wrote it, but he did hand it over to, his, you know, the priest and stuff like that. But it's something where it's like that's true that speaks to the character like if you are my helper you are my deliverer rick pino i don't think that's bad but unscriptural worship songs why do we do it why do you continue here's the thing that i just personally don't like because and i used to think it was me being nitpicky until more people started to catch on and i was like okay great so now i can even more confidently express this because i'm not crazy and i know i'm not crazy Here's where I think it gets crazy. When you realize that a song is like, yeah, that's not really scriptural, but you continually sing it. I just, it just, it personally doesn't make sense to me. And here's the thing. I know I named Chris Tomlin by government name, but it's, it's not, I'm not, I'm not trying to villainize these people. I'm just trying to call something out where it's like, fix that please because it's not like he can unpublish the song and like delete it from everyone's memory like that one scene of like spongebob and mr krabs realized that he wasn't dreaming and like he turned off the teeth like the person like he was letting everybody like in the crusty crabs like get extra and like watch tv and, and he was like it's a good thing i'm in the hospital i don't know if you remember this episode spongebob was like what are you doing you got out of the hospital a few days ago he was like i'm awake <laughs> and he went to the, the person watching tv and he like pressed the button on the remote and everything that the person on the TV, that everything that the fish watched on TV came out of his eyeballs and went right back to the TV. <laughs> like it was like a refund of everything that he watched to be like, I'm taking my money back. Yeah, because he's a cheapstake. So, <laughs> I don't know. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. It's not like Chris Tomlin can do that. <laughs> he can't. It's out there. It is what it is. 
Eso, eso sí que eso. No, eso sí que es. I think that's how you say it is what it is in Spanish. I learned that on YouTube today. You say it by spelling socks. Eso sí que es. Clarissa is not impressed. So, it is what it is. Chris Tomlin already done released that song, y'all. What we're not going to do is sing it because now we know better. But there's people that sing it and then they sing these songs and then they're just like, I feel like I'm hitting a wall in worship. I feel like I'm not seeing anybody go deep in worship. It's because you took all the joy and the enthusiasm I had. <laughs> in this sanctuary and you sang that song i know who the song is written by talking about just worship and unscriptural worship or bad worship songs so i remember being in an easter service i won't say what what church but there is a song that was playing it was years ago so i'll I'll try to keep it vague there's a song that was playing and i was just like I remember singing along, to be completely honest. I sang along because I felt like I could relate. But looking back, I was like, I wouldn't sing that now. And here's the song. I am dirty. Ashamed of what I've done. Who I've become. These sins are dirty. (laughs) And I was like, I remember being like a teen, like, I am dirty. I'm ashamed. But now I'm like, baby, who who dirty? Who ashamed? Why did we sing that song on Easter? What what would I know that that what that Bethel song the um what's that one but um no what's that one um what's that one everybody sings it's so good. Oh, you're right. It's like specifically on Easter. It's like um no, it's not that one. It's the uh uh. uh. No, 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 that's Brooke. <laughs> what's that? What's up? Ah, it's coming to my brain and it's leaving and it's coming and it's leaving. Oh, my days. What is it? Is it Bethel or a specific It's Bethel. I remember Jen Johnson and her blonde hair singing it. I was like, I like that song. Well, either way, I don't know if that song was out yet, but we could have did that one. I'm just saying. Like, it comes to a point where it's like, what is happening here? I wouldn't really sing that congregationally, but then we can go on a different, and I don't think I'm even going to go here right now, but we can go on a different segue and be like, sometimes it's the way the worship leader sings a song, like a very popular song. I'm going to see a victory. There's some people singing it like they don't believe they're never going to see the victory. (laughs) And some people sing it like this is my declaration of faith and you feel the anointing. That to me is completely up to the uh, worship leader. Uh, However, for the worship songs that are played and that are listened to in Christian spaces, I'll say, and I'll just branch this out from just the confines of a sanctuary. You got to be careful because you could be declaring stuff of yourself that you shouldn't have to. The similar way how people name their daughter Jezebel, like Christian people are like, I love the name. It's so pretty. It's like, you're crazy. If you name your kids Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you are insane. Like you're on drugs because look up the freaking name of those meanings. Their original names are not the same as the same translation as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These are not good names. But you over here naming your kid Meshach. Well, I I Googled it. It means line of the tribe of Judah. No, it don't. Sarah, no, it doesn't. No shade to Sarah. I'm trying to think of like like a vague name. No, it doesn't, Melissa. Do I know a Melissa? I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. Well, I looked it up. It means laughter of God. No, it doesn't. No, I think that's Asher, but I could be wrong. I think I'm wrong. I am. Either way, it's like people like they say things and you're like, what are you saying? The same way where people will preach and then people, amen to everything. Do you know what amen means? So be it. Um, I don't want to so be it at a part of someone's testimony where they're talking about how they shot up. <laughs> like, what, what do you shoot up yourself? heroin i don't know clearly i don't do drugs outside of like an occasional overdose of flintstone gummies when i was two but like i don't do i I don't do that but people will be like amen i'm like you don't want to so be at that part no no so be it at the part where jesus delivered not 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 this part don't do that you have to be very intentional with the words you say because the bible does say there the power of life and death lies in the tongue 
and your tongue is a rudder. And the Bible, <laughs> let me tell you, the Bible actually said that your tongue will send you to hell. Um, it's like the tongue is from hell. That's what it said. Let me look up the scripture because paraphrase, Crezo, that par- paraphrasing, when I do it, it doesn't really. No, I'm going to do James 3. I'm going to do the translation I like. Not many of you, this is verse 1. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. This is a life verse for me. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man and also able also to bridle his whole body. Verse 3, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. Verse 5. So also, the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. Ooh. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea and, creature, and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly po- poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and curses. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond, salt pond yield fresh water. What do you got to say about? That? Well, it, well, what? I'm confused. You're saying that our tongues are from hell and that it's it's unrighteous and and that we can't like we're stumbling anyways and da 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 da. That's what the book of James says, which is it's 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 knowledgeable and it teaches you. But isn't it funny how when you get baptized by the Holy Ghost, what is the first thing the Holy Ghost gets a hold of? Your tongue. It gives you new tongues. It gives you heavenly tongues. With that new set of tongues, let me tell you, you need to guard your mouth and be careful what you say. Because everything that you say, everything that you say, you have to answer for at the end of your days. I'll just say that. Everything that is said. And I get it. And it's like it's one of those scary verses where you like you really have to hold yourself accountable. Because in the first verse of just James, teachers will be judged with stricter, stricter, greater strictness. And that's something that I have to like keep myself, you know, like, oh, my goodness. Like I have to remind myself when I get on here and I make a mess up, you know, like there is a podcast episode Clarissa and I did that I didn't upload because one of the reasons it's not a big reason it was this it wasn't organized but one of the reasons were i said something and i said oh this means that and it was incorrect and there's sometimes i listen back where i'll say something and it's incorrect it's not a lot so don't get scared but i would hope that you're proofreading with your bible anyways and not just taking me just just what i say as that's not good that's not smart thinking you should always check and sometimes people just slip up and they just confuse things and they think that they say this it's a human thing, but I don't want to lay people astray, like aside. So that's why I try to, instead of paraphrasing, if I can't get the whole story down in a perfect way, I just quote the scripture to you. Because the, it's important what you say, especially when you're worshiping and when you're singing. Like, I'm telling you, the songs that people are releasing nowadays, it's like, what from hell urged you to, to, to put a very Christian melody on that? Anybody can make a Christian song. I can make a Christian song. Let's make one. Jesus, you're all that I want. You're all that I breathe. That's easy. That was so good. That's on Sunday morning. Somebody singing a song like that. You're everything. I want you more. Isn't that good, Clarissa? She's not impressed. <laughs> Like, what's a, what's a song? Like, this is a phrase that I hear in a lot of Christian songs that just confuses me. Like, we'll be singing. We, people, this is what they'll do. This is what people do. They'll take the mic and, you know, the person, they're playing their chords, the keyboard person. And then the, the main singer is like, Father, you said in your word that you're here. You abide in the praises of your people. Thank you, God. And then three songs later, they'll say, 
come lord jesus come holy spirit i'm like he's he you just told us <laughs> he's in the prices of us where did he go like they'll just say things and i'm just like are we just mindlessly saying things where we're like we don't even know what we're saying it doesn't take faith for me to ask god to come into a situation but it takes faith for me to, for me to believe that he's already there and we'll do something you get what I'm saying? That's why it's just like some people, there's like oh, so many scripts. There's so many freaking worship songs where it's like, come Jesus. And it's not talking about the return of Jesus Christ. It's talking like come into the worship service right now. Like it's not like, won't you come pour out your spirit? He already did that. Did you, did you miss that part in the book of Acts? It wasn't, there's a, there's a lot of more. There's a lot of, oh, come Holy Spirit. Oh, come, come in, fall down spirit spirit calm down and it's like what is going like you're not in the you are the spirit has been dispensed just fine sing another worship song please just find another worship song because now i'm confused it's not making sense you're saying things and and i get it it's unfortunate but it's very christian culture to say like oh come holy spirit it's very christian very christian culture to say phrases like that but we have I, we just really have to stop mindlessly saying things because when we're mindless it's like there's no like we're not intentional that's when we stop being intentional about what we say and what we do and there's a story about a mindless man who put his hands on the ark when god commanded don't put your hands on the ark it was struck down the middle cut down in half because you can't be mindless about things of a god you have to be intentional you have to be knowledgeable you should be of course there's forgiveness for ignorance but a sin done in ignorance is the sin you got to be like oh my gosh god i didn't even realize that i did this i'm sorry you should you should repent for stuff like that and that's where we have teachers that's why that's an office in the ministry where we have teachers to raise you up in the knowledge of god and the ways of god what is true what is pure what is just righteousness peace and joy which is the kingdom of god and all that goodness to teach you along the way mandalorian this is the way but you can't stay an idiot forever. You can't stay ignorant forever because once you choose that, then it's like, okay, well, that's, this, it's just not, I won't say you can't stay an idiot, but you can't stay ignorant forever. You can't, you have to learn. You're not a baby anymore. You got to grow up. Choose, be more intentional with the songs that you sing. And of course, worship, we're not worshiping for a response and a reaction, but it's, it's, my, it's wise to take note of how the room, and spiritually, how things shift when we come, when we switch from singing songs about I'm coming back to the heart to like we make a miracle. Dude, I feel the anointing on that song already. And I'm just joking over here to get me. Let's be intentional about these songs because there's people are releasing songs. Let me tell you, I run a social media page for a church, a youth group, I should say, which is a lot less stress. <laughs> But and there's I'm constantly on the search for background music to add to our videos and when we upload our videos and because I want to be intentional about what I do, I constantly it's like ninety nine, I wanna say ninety nine, ninety eight percent Christian music. And if it's not Christian, it's like not any parts where people are using words. Only like one percent is like what? I see you, you walking across the campus from like vampire or whatever. But that was for like a merch video. So I wasn't stressed out about that one. But for the most part, when, when it's like announcement videos or like quick sermon videos or like whatever, I intentionally use like cool, trendy Christian music. But even that kind of annoys me because people create like these really cool sounding, really trendy, really young, very Y2K, very with the times to get me, which I love. I don't think Christian music should sound one way. I think that's dumb. Like no one wants to be bored singing like contemporary Christian stuff. Like, come on. We can have different, we can take up all the spaces and make our own genres. Let's do it. But a, it's like a lot of in the younger generation, and I'm part of this generation, the younger crowd, a lot of the music is like dumb and like stupid doctrinally. It's like, how long must I wait till I, till I back in your presence or back in your embrace? I'm like, shut the H up. Just like get there. Like these are real songs people are making. No shade, no, no you know, no tea, no shade to the person that wrote this. And I use it, the music part of his song, I believe. I think there were, I did use some of the words of this song. But it was like low enough where you can really hear the words. But I was just like, this is upsetting. Because the majority of these songs that are very trendy, very cool sounding, literally suck. Like the doctrine is yash trash. I'll say that. 
it's bad. And I love what one of the pastors at my church says. Like, he says, this generation cannot afford to be biblically illiterate. Like, a lot of people are pursuing movements and doing cool things and doing big things with a very tiny, tiny, tiny knowledge of the word of God. And that just shows me that you'll chase and you'll amen after anything anybody else says. You won't ever, like, people can say, people can say, you know, oh, like, uh, for perfect example, you know, a lot of people, and I don't really have a personal, like, like uh, vendetta against the statement because I just generally just don't really care. But it's used in a lot of black, like, communities, church communities, late in the midnight hour, and I love Fred Hammond. God's gonna turn it around. And people, but people use this when they preach, late in the midnight hour, God will turn everything around. You just gotta wait. It's the last minute, the last stretch in the midnight hour when things are, and it's like, people use that because it's inspired off of like when Paul got broken out of prison and I heard a preacher say, it wasn't because it took that long for God to break him out of prison. It's because he went to prison at like 1130 PM. So it's like, he got out of prison like around midnight. And, it, and it's good because doctrinally, I don't see anywhere else in the Bible. I don't, it's not, that's not good enough. That's not sound doctrine to teach. Like when things, when, when it looks like the enemy has the upper hand, that's when God's going to come in and swoop down and deliver. No, it, there's, there's not, that's not sound doctrine. When you call, I will like, I will answer when you call, seek me who, if you seek me, you will find me. I call you. And that's a good song. I like that one because it's biblically sound and it's biblically true when you call like god will deliver you from every single affliction you just got to call on him i guarantee you you'll find scripture on that more than one more than once you'll find scripture on that it's all over the word it's all over the word look for it google it knock and the door will be open unto you not whenever i get to the door even when the bible talks about prayers where it's like continuously come to him he was using a story about an unjust judge saying now that judge is sinful because this woman kept going for a cause and he wouldn't listen but because she annoyed the crap out of him he finally gave in but now if that's an unjust judge and he's willing to do that how much more will your god who's perfect who has you know who who comes with perfect good and gifts like how much more god who is not without sin you when you continuously come to him now imagine what what will happen and then there's a story about the neighbor who kept knocking on his Karen Wheaton tells a story so good look it up it's on YouTube knocking come on I have people that just came to my house I got bread I got bread please give me bread he's like I'm sleeping my kids are sleeping I know but I need bread and he kept continuously knocking on his neighbor's door till his neighbor got annoyed he's like take the bread shut up I need to sleep that's just a neighbor who was in paid like uh, just you know very much in their feelings and I get it it's like late in the midnight hour you're trying to sleep okay and your neighbor's knocking for bread sis Walmart is open what are you doing but this isn't this isn't this isn't this is Bethlehem probably <laughs> also, COVID. also COVID you know <laughs> I guess it's like if you're in California I guess that exists we're in Florida <laughs> that is out of her <laughs> yeah oh yeah COVID stops at 11 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me stop it well everything well you know there's just a lot but you know it's and that's just a story about that now imagine god what he will do for you oh my goodness you know you can't make doctrine out of like and this is how i know people don't have good doctrine they make songs out of things that people got rebuked of or god used as an example to be like that's the fl- that's what humans will do imagine what i will do like and you i don't know do you have a brain like people come on come on when we read the bible like what's on your eyes are just is it can you bring your brain next time bring your brain because you need to read the revelation you got you got to read with the holy ghost so he can speak to you and reveal things to you and teach you the holy ghost is the bible says that it's it is the greatest teacher you know you got to read with the holy ghost the hg the og hg i sound like i'm rapping but i can't rap i don't have any bars bars my brother says bars bars b-a-r-s you got to read because otherwise you'll be in danger of chris tomlining a whole generation of 40 year old moms who shop at Bed Bath & Beyond, Bath & Body Works, and only live in TJ Maxx and like Nordstrom Rack. And they raise their kids on this boo-boo doctrine of, yeah, I am dirty. K-love Christianity, no soundness, firmness in any, no foundation in the actual word of God that's physically available for them to read, skim through if you need to, scroll through if you need to like nothing 
And people wonder why when they go through stuff where they need something that only God can deliver them through. People wonder why people drop off, become atheists and develop doctrine where it's just like, you know, I don't know where you become like, I won't say who, but a very popular Christian artist who deconstructed and lost his faith. And I'll just say he made the song just so you know what I, who I'm talking about, but I won't say his name. What song did he make? You are my first. You are my last. Yeah, that was him. Great musician. And he was it was sad. I'm not even trying to like mock him. It was sad. He posted on. I don't even know why I'm following his Facebook. Yeah, I, I followed on. I don't know why I don't listen to him like that. But I on his Facebook, he was crying because someone had made a cover of his song. And he he that's when he outed himself like you guys. I lost my faith. And I remember writing this song and he was crying, reacting like, I don't know. First of all, why do people cry when they <laughs> why do people cry? John yeah, that's not the guy that wrote. You are the beginning and the end. That's, he wrote that song, right? John Mark made that song, right? Yeah. Hold on. Let me fact check. Oh, my God. We're in danger. We're in danger. I hope I said the. He lost his faith. Did he say that? On Facebook. I didn't show you. No. I didn't know this. Why did y'all see y'all be the biggest fans of this guy? I'm not. Well, our whole church is. Yeah, he lost his faith. Posted on Facebook. I showed Charity. Hey, Charity. How you doing? She's also going to Cambodia. But that's who wrote that song, right? Yeah. Yeah, he lost his faith. We're trying to figure this out. Yeah, he lost his faith. I remember this profile photo. He was crying about it. You are the... Here, February 8th. I lost my faith. <laughs> and this was highly inconvenient because I wrote a couple of Christian songs. By a couple, he means a bunch. That very beautiful Christian song. He's a great writer. That's what I'm saying, like... When, when and then it's time when what things he lost his faith though yeah but he's back now is he back now he's back now anybody tell him to lose it who told him to lose it why you lost him my boy he's not he's not not a christian he's a christian but there's a moment he had doubt lose it having doubt does not mean you lost your faith sure. he's Follow, a, following yeah that's good following doubt but for now just know the bridge of the song but anyway that's what i'm saying like he was crying to it and i wasn't mocking him i was like that's sad yeah. like it's it's upsetting and then people saying if you're truly saved you can't lose your faith which i'm gonna take the time to actually de- like dedicate a podcast episode to because you can absolutely lose your salvation we will examine this through the word of god on another podcast today's not the day okay you have your bible you read your bible too so will we on this podcast amen you can absolutely lose your salvation i'll just say this i didn't even want to go here but there's a reason why all the time where god talks about he's the vine and we are the branches and any branches that doesn't like produce fruit will be cut off and thrown into the fire i don't know what type of other fires (laughs) there could possibly be but hellfire but that just showed there's so many stories and stories of talents where it was just like, why did you like you, you wicked servant, like you, you buried your talents. You could have, you could have just gave it back to me and it would have produced like, um, it would have had like interest and, but, but you buried it when I told you to go and do something with your talents and he threw them to the lake of fire. Like these, these are stories that these, these came from the mouth of Jesus for the believers today warning us about the risk of how how you can get on that path where it's like this this you will go to hell if you become fruitless where you disobey god told you to be fruitful and multiply go like be fruitful for the kingdom of god and you do nothing with that what you can't get the reward of heaven but that's all up in there that's another podcast episode for another day because i ain't going there right now well, I'm saying there's a lot of people and you wonder why people, they lose their faith and then they do blah, 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 And it's just like, you got to have a firm foundation in the word of God. Because should you go through something hard and you wonder why you're like this, the guy who built his house on sand. When, and the Bible does say the, it rains on the wicked and the just. But I'm telling the person with the firm foundation who builds their life on the word will remain strong. Natalie. What is her name? I will not be moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalie. I know I don't know her last name. 
Dang, she's blonde. Everybody knows. I'm Christ, solid rock, I'm Stan. Oh. Natalie Grant. That's what it is. Natalie Grant. When I'm telling you, should things happen where it, sh- it would shake someone to the core, because you have a firm foundation that doesn't, it's not contingent on you, but it's based on something, the cornerstone, like Clarissa and I were talking about today, a foundation that will never fail. You will emerge strong. You will emerge steady unshaken because you you've you've anchored yourself in something that is supernatural that can not only withstand but can overcome whatever storm may come that's why jesus was asleep because he wasn't going off of fear he wasn't going through the motions he released the word and said go to the other side and off of that word he just took a nap because he had one agenda go to the other side his agenda wasn't to go to the other side but Think about it and pray about it. If the enemy comes like a whirlwind and da 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 da, da when I get attacked and, and then I'm going to make a song about my terrible time in the waters when, when uh, I'm going to put my anchor in the storm. I don't, no one with nautical experience would ever tell you to put your anchor in any type of storm. The Bible never told us to put our anchor in the storm. It tells us to put, our, we anchor our hope in him, in Jesus. So that's what I'm saying. You got to be biblically literate. You have to be biblically sound, have good doctrine. Stop producing music (laughs) i feel like kanye was stop making music stop producing music that are will never be played in heaven i'll say that we'll never have a chance of being played in heaven ever produce songs of worship that is in spirit and in truth biblically sound what happened to worship songs they used to be very simple and i'm not against you know very eloquently worded songs i'm not like that what's that so alive it has like a million words in that song a thousand it's like ten thousands whatever yeah it has that many words in that song so many freaking words and verses in that one song beautiful song i love it from like front to end i guess there's some parts where i'm just like what we're talking about evolution i'm like why are we doing so much in a worship song can't we just say jesus i love like why can't we just make a evolution we're singing about rocks if the stars are made to worship oh my god why are we thinking about it if the sum of all our praises is like ten thousand words left there's so many words in that song it's a great song from what i can understand about the parts that i can't understand i have no idea because there's just too many words i still don't know the words to the song like i have to con- i have one eye closed and one eye open on the screen <laughs> one eye to devote to the lord and praise and worship and one eye to track what am i gonna say next because there's so many freaking words <laughs> Nobody knows the words to that song. Every, all of us are reading off the monitor to this day. Even the person who wrote it. There's like 12 writers probably on that song. They don't even know the words to the song. Each verse was written by a different person. How did I know? I didn't need Listen, Let me tell you, it wasn't by the Holy Ghost. It's common sense. There's no way. You know, worship songs used to be like, my hope, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and righteous. Jesus Christ and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only... Is it sweetest flame or frame? But only lean. Sweetest. But only lean on Jesus' name. But only trust in Jesus' name. She's singing like, I'm singing like an older version. She's singing like a more modern version. There's even more modern version of that song. But either way, the words are the same. And that's beautiful. You know, like songs used to be like, yeah, they they, they would be like, oh, the wonderful cross. It bids me to come and die and find that I may truly live. That song will make me cry. Karen Wheaton re- produces a lot of cool songs. And I get it. You know, you might not want to listen to music that's like, sounds like your grandma's favorite soundtrack if she could like make like a playlist. But a lot of people remake old songs. No one's telling you to listen to just old songs. There's a lot of new artists that are releasing very sound songs. I personally love Brooke Ligertwood. I fig- finally figured out what her freaking last name was. I don't listen to all her music because I, I told you, I don't be searching, I don't be searching, searching out Christian songs no more. I just, I just don't. No agenda. I just literally physically just don't. I just happen to not. But a lot of her songs that I've heard are good. I like it. I have a playlist on Spotify named Brooke because I just love her so much. Let me find another example. Oh, cause the solid rock I stand. All of the road is seeking sand. All of the ground is seeking sand. 
<laughs> that song will do it to me, man. I have a playlist called Old Old Praise and Worship Song, PNW. A pure heart. That's what I love for. <laughs> a heart. You know, just songs that are just biblically inspired to worship the Lord. Mm. Now that's good. And you can make these new songs. We all have the same Bible. We're all reading. We're, people have so, there's so many Christian podcasters. There's so many Christian preachers. There's so many missionaries. There's so many pastors. There's so many, so many's. And we're all doing what we do with, from the same source. And, and we're doing new things. We're, it, there's still new things coming out of the same source that is old. This Bible is old. You can make new songs new sounds from the same bible you don't have to be like these other guys you don't have to be this was an, i didn't know this was intended for praise and worshipers and songwriters but you don't have to be like united and hillsong and maverick you can make your own sound you can be like them if you want who cares but m- make music that's biblically sound please make songs that like heaven responds to that heaven can get behind because it's true you know the praises sung in eternity in heaven that the book of revelation speak about is blessing and honor glory and power be unto the lamb who sits on the throne do you know how many worship songs that are based off of that that are powerful i can only imagine what that feels that song feels like in heaven and we're making songs of it those same words on earth and they're powerful so can you you can do the same thing like there are so many songs that i'm excited to hear personally so i can finally use them for like social media posts but i'm excited to sing to and learn on sunday mornings that you can make that we can produce as a christian community and sing and pass down to different generations biblically sound music that will stand the test of time and it's possible but we have to ditch the the, just you know these songs just because it sounds good the beat's good it's not worth it it's not worth it you know, there's a lot of, I don't listen to, I don't listen to like secular music. No, no, no. I don't listen to explicit music because not because, well, I'm a Christian. I don't listen to it because it's not worth it because I know the effect that's going to have for me. The same reason why I don't listen to a lot of certain Christian music. There's not like a specific artist. I'm like, I will never listen to like, I like Hillsong. I don't listen to every single one of them because there's, there's a lot who has the time. Honestly, I like passion only because all of my my mom liked it and every your mom probably does too if you're raised in a christian house your mom did too and so did your mom didn't like passion dang well <laughs> well 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 <laughs> you know like ron cannoli i don't know i'm just naming old people yeah there we go you know there's but what what was his famous song? we're going up to the high place to tear the devil's kingdom down what's another song by him um Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Oh, his report says I am healed. His report says I am. mm. His report says I am free. His report says victory. Oh, whose report will you believe? Go! We shall believe the re- His report says I am filled. His report says I am. Mm. Come on. There are, you can, you can, it's possible. I'm not even going to convince you that it's possible because there's, we have too grand of a library of proof to show you that it's possible. Eddie James' whole music career is literally Bible and it's fuego. You see what I mean? You can make your own sound. Glory to glory to glory. Fred Hammond did it, even though he has that one song. It's all right. We live and learn. We live and learn. We live and learn. But let's stop, drop, and be intentional about where we're going. Because like a pastor, Pastor Daniel from my church says, this generation cannot afford to be biblically illiterate. Hell, hell is real. And I'm not interested in seeing people unknowingly get there because let me tell you every person in heaven is not surprised that they're in heaven they expected it there's gonna be a lot of people 
that are surprised that they're in hell. Not to say that if you sing biblically illiterate songs, you'll end up in hell. But I can't make an argument for it, and I can't make an argument against it. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Let's be intentional with our praise and worship. Seek that out. If you're if you're not sure if this song is is it just trendy or is it just is it actually biblically sound? I mean, just find out, and you don't have to play it anymore. And I get it; it might seem hard, but at the end of the day, it's not that hard. It's like no one's asking you. It's like, would you rather cut off your toe? It's like it's not that hard. Come on, some like the struggle is not real. The struggle does not exist. Stop making, stop making up a struggle. It's not hard to not listen to that one trendy song by that one trendy band maybe it's just one song they release okay i just don't like it sometimes i just close my mouth like what happens if you're on you're in church and it's like the rest of the song is good but that one part you know what i do i don't say i just don't sing it or i substitute or because i'm worshiping i'll make my i'll add my own lyrics i'll add my own spin i'm sorry what i'm coming back to the no what do i do I, i do my own remix if if I've done this, then I'm sorry, you know. No, I don't do that to that one song. But I, I you know, I add my own twist. I remix it. I can't think of one right now. Or I just sing in tongues. Because the goal is not to be like uptight in the yash. Like sit there and worship, like have a stick up my butt and be like, I can't believe they play that song. The goal is to worship the Lord. I'm responsible for my praise and worship. I am. Just because it's on the words and everyone's singing it doesn't mean that I have to sing it too. Come on. This is not to please the masses. It's not to please the crowd. This is to worship my God. So I'm telling you, be intentional, be responsible, and be smart and knowledgeable about what's actually coming out of your mouth because it's that important. The tongue is a powerful thing. And by the Holy Ghost, it can be tamed. By the Holy Ghost, God, there's sometimes, have you ever said something and like the minute, even while you're releasing it out of your mouth, you feel the regret of being like, I shouldn't have said that. It's very important. Don't tell me what you sing isn't important either. So don't brush uh, that stuff for other people. Don't brush that stuff off. It's, you, you, should, you should yield to that feeling. You should pay attention and be mindful about what you're saying and singing, especially your offering to God. Your sacrifice to God. Praise, it's, we have a sacrifice of praise. I wouldn't want to give a sacrifice to God that's not good. You heard what happened to Cain and Abel. One sacrifice wasn't good. The other sacrifice was good. The other one wasn't good. He didn't accept that sacrifice. I want my sacrifices to be acceptable. I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies as a living sacrifice to God, holy, well, holy and acceptable, holy and acceptable English Crizo unto God which is your reasonable service that is your service your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God that's Romans 12 1 and 2 so that's all I gotta say listen let's do better be better and we'll be a better body I'm just here to build the body because I love y'all and I don't want to stand another Sunday service hearing boo-boo music Come on now. Don't do this to me. Please, please, please. But if you want like a good like guidance, like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I don't know. I feel like all my songs suck. Um, let me, what's a good, this is really cool. I like Rivers and Robots. I think they're great. They have a lot. There's a lot. I haven't, but my favorite song by them is, um, Voice That Stills the Rage and Sea. Yeah. They're awesome. I thought they were going to be one of those like, trendy like people that just say whatever but like no all, all like so far of what i've listened to i'll say like has been like sound yeah. and i you know only have like maybe like 13 songs liked by them I, there's a lot 14 actually i see the number there's a lot of songs they have but they're really cool people amen clarissa said you can find people they there's it's not like there's like we're lacking in the body of christ they they exist there's a lot of people who exist and again, sometimes it's like a majority of their songs and that one song you might have to just depart, just part ways from. That's fine. That's not a struggle. But it's there. Let me see a, another good band that's like Sync 3, but they're Brazilian. And I don't know. You gotta, I don't understand Portuguese, but I Google. So can you. What's a good band? Like Kalani Glockler. Oh, my God. 
K-E-L-A-N-I-E-G-L-O-E-C-K-L-E-R. Who is now Kalani Webb. Because she's married. She's married now. Very sound. One of my favorite songs is Seven Spirits of God. That's literally from the Bible. Ears to hear. It? Yeah. Ears to hear, eyes to see. <laughs> New revelation being released over my future, over my present. Yeah. Spirit of wisdom and understanding Hallelujah. over my body yeah. and over my mind. Spirit of counsel, spirit of mind yeah. over my heart, over my soul. Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you, I didn't know that. I knew, I knew it was when I first heard. It, I was like, that's like a Bible song, but it's literally singing the seven spirits of God, which is like, what was that? There's a cop car. Why was that? We were so short. First of all, I live in the suburbs. Why? Who's getting arrested in my beautiful Caucasian neighborhood? Let me stop. Uh, it was probably yeah. This is not a Caucasian neighborhood. This is the most culturally diverse neighborhood ever. Everyone is from Turkey. I've seen Christians, Muslims, atheists. There's like country people here. There's Africans. There are. There's a lot. There's like at least three African families, not including mine. Arabs, Turkey, Turkish people. It's, it's makes no sense. Um, no, it makes sense. Okay, Clarissa doesn't make perks. Per- she said it. She says it's America and whatever. I guess I'm just a racist. Um, well, anyways, the Bible. <laughs> no, it's like one of those things. I've never heard anyone teach the seven spirits of God, but it's it's in the Bible listed. Not listed, but it's like uh, well, it's, it's list, listed. Yeah. It's in Revelation. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps, mayhaps, but it's not something that I've ever heard in my life. You know, it might be something that people will be like the seven spirits of God, like they'll reference it. But like, it's like, what are you saying? Like, what are you talking about? But she made a song about it and worship can and good worship songs. Let me tell you, be able to teach you about the Bible. It's good. That's how I know. Like the like, what are the there is hydrogen and helium and lithium beryllium. I don't there's no reason that I need to learn that because chemistry sucked and I hated I hate my teacher still probably do I don't even care I'll take it to the altar later I don't care I don't like you I I gained my C all by myself because you didn't teach me jack squat I don't even care he set Clarissa on fire for real I'm not even exaggerating he set that girl on fire and he still wanted her to come back and do AP chemistry are you crazy are you mad I'll put that on the altar later after this podcast. <laughs> Either way, like, convicting. yeah, this is the most convicting <laughs> podcast. I've declared my hate for so many people. I strongly dislike. Well, I actually don't care about him. I'm indifferent now. I didn't feel that way in high school, no. Um, but yeah, a good worship song will be able to teach you about the Bible. But that's all I got to say. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, it should be scripturally sound. Of course, I said it should be scripturally sound. It'd be really funny if they could actually hear you. Yeah. And I'm just like, Clarissa said, yeah. <laughs> this mic, though. You got a new mic. I got a new mic, you I know. That I didn't announce it. Can you hear the difference? Adam Snyder. I feel like I did. I feel. I remember singing about Cambo Rambo. Cambodian missionary. It's been a legit hour. Okay, goodbye. God bless you. <laughs> Listen to a better Christian song. Stop listening to Chris Doblin. <laughs> Let me stop. No, no. Listen to his covers. No, he actually does have a really good song. Yeah, no. In the past, in like I the nineties. Like, no I'm shade. A little, I'm a little split with you. Like yeah. I, I feel like there's a difference between congregational worship and personal worship. Yeah. And a lot of what you're talking, like it should be scripturally sound, one hundred percent. But sometimes you were talking about like, well, that's between like the Lord and this person and whatever else. But you might relate to that. And that's like something that you could have. It's not congregational and it's not something that you'd bring to the table at an altar at church. But it is something that you could bring to your own altar in your prayer room. Yeah. You know, like I, I feel like there's a difference between that. And I won't go too deep into that because it's literally an hour into this podcast. But um, that's how I feel about it. And I probably have more opinions but it's okay <laughs> it's okay like i said like i, I mean i we talked about this i was like david was like i'm a mess 
like I wouldn't bring that Sunday service to an Easter service like I'm a mess but I, I wouldn't say that that's worship if that's like for example Phil Wickham he has a lot of personal devotional songs that it's just like I, I cannot come to mind right now mm-hmm. but I'm I wouldn't put that I wouldn't call it it's not it's just not if that's what you're truly feeling that's you and the Lord yeah. but I, for the most part I am talking about Yes, I am talking about congregational worship, but I wouldn't just be mindful of what you're saying because I wouldn't say like Job said, oh, you give it and you take it to him. That was worship, but that's what he got rebuked for. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, okay, like that's why we have to be mindful because you could be saying things that (laughs) because what you say you will be, you will have to answer for. Mm -hmm. Be mindful. That's what I'm saying. Be mindful about what you are saying and then be intentional. Yeah. But if it's something where it's like, God, I'm struggling. Well, Jesus didn't turn away the man who says, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yeah. When you give that to God, it's like, this is the case. It's different when you declare that over God, like this is it. Like you are this and you give and you take away and, and you are sometimes good, but you right. will deliver in the midnight. That's not true. But if it's like, God, you know, like I've been broken, I've been hurt. And then you're like, but you are my... I wouldn't personally put that on a Sunday service, but if that's something you have to tell God, I don't, there's, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's like some songs. Some songs are prayers. Like, it's not worship in a sense of, like, you're glorifying God. At the end of it, you do. Like, I I realize when I, like, talk to the Lord, I might be like, this is happening. And he's like, yeah, but this is what I said. And I'm like, you're right. You know? So, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i yeah so for the most part i pretty much am talking about congregational worship then yeah. and like radio music don't do this to me you know sure, probably that's mul- radio worship is congregation like that's multiple people listening to a station in the moment yeah. okay awesome well yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> i guess the goal is like like let the people give it to the lord but don't forget to worship him i guess because i don't think there's anything wrong with being like you know i'm doubting here and like giving that to god and be like listen i'm struggling because that's you're talking to god if you sit there and glorify that that's one thing but if you're just like if it's a song that says here i am like or here i was but this is who you are and i'm like this is where i'm going like that's that's one thing like that's a different thing you know like that's the end part of that it's like realizing the lord's good like the lord supplies and the lord like will he he's faithful you know so like you're never gonna lack even when you feel like you're gonna lack like you're not going to yeah but also i still want to urge you keep it scriptural yeah, no 100 <laughs> percent scripture if if you're gonna go anywhere if you feel like something start in the word you write your own songs you don't have to look at other people's lives for that. Write your own songs. The Lord will give it to you. You're worshiping him. Your life's supposed to worship him. You can sing. You don't have to sound pretty. To him, you sound amazing. That's where we differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants the people to worship him, so you might as well. <laughs> I mean, don't give him a mic or anything, but like. I'm I'm talking about like yeah. in your own home, because yeah. there's I don't know worship that part of worship's a part a big part of my life as well, so like in your own home that's one thing, but like when you are on stage where you're talking about like congregational wise like if you're gonna look at sing songs as a group to worship God and like give Him glory and like talk about f- like the foundation of who He is and encourage. Mm-hmm that would be where you need to go. Like you need, you need to have foundational, like scriptural music and worship. It can't be this fluffy stuff that people are writing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is all <laughs> beautiful. Look at us. We did a podcast. Yeah. I was in the beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. <laughs> You know, she, this is good. Okay, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm holding you all captive now. (laughs) You can go. Bye. Love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Adam, for this microphone.
the way these all want to be all wrong. Take that sound into Cambodia for me. <laughs> Jesus, you are my everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you think Cambodia has like a jazz station? <laughs> what is what language do they speak in Cambodia? I'm about to sound so racist right now. Cambodia. What is the language? Cambodian? That'd be really embarrassing if it was Oh, it's not. So I'm not I'm not dumb. I can't pronounce that. K H M E R. Is that how you pronounce it? Khmer. I'm sure that's one of the languages. But He's like, how do you do jazz with that? <laughs> Listen, it's just the sounds. Y'all can't even. No, I'm just going off of sounds. I, I'll do that for French. Why is it racist? What is somebody? What's another minority? Why? I'm kidding. I'll joke on them. I'm an equal opportunist. I'll joke on all of you guys. I don't care. Asian, Blasian, Wajian, Haitian, Haitian, black people, white people. No one's safe. Even African people. I already roasted African people. actually <laughs> on here before. Congolese people especially. I rest for all the time too. I, I want to know. I want to. That's not important. We are going nowhere. All right, we're going backwards. Bye. <laughs>